Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability, unfiltered, unscripted, 100% us, fully clothed. Oh my gosh, do I ever have a treat for you guys today. So we have three different accents for you today. We got Canadian. We have a little bit of Lancashireian. And a tiny, tiny bit of French. Ooh la la. <laughs> so today I am joined by my good friend, friends, Sophia. And I'm going to say it right this time. Try. Celine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always get nervous. None of the above. Celine. Celine. Yeah. Celine. My apologies. Celine. Yeah. Okay. Celine. Sophia and Kay. Mel is sleeping. Um, so today we just wanted to share an experience with you guys that has happened. Um, we tried something new, so we'll talk about that and then we'll just see where this episode goes. But first of all, I want to tell you that um, so we decided, hey, maybe we should try a dance class. And so we did that, and the dance class started at 6.30. It was 6.25. Keelan's anxiety got the best of her, and she just left. <laughs> we went straight to the dance class, even though the plan was that they would come and pick me up. So I'm just grateful that I have really great friends, and they understand that, um, you know, I'm just still working through things. So um, what was going through my head there is they weren't answering me at the at like the given time because I decided to leave right before 630. And I was like, I was like, nope, that's it. They've they've probably died. Like they've they <laughs> had they, they had a car crash and it is what it is. And I'm still going to this dance class. And then when I really got thinking about it, I just realized that like growing up, I was so used to being like disappointed in people just not showing up that I was just like this is what this is normal this is probably what's happening oh right and so then right and so then I think I'm finally at this place in my life where I'm just like if people aren't going to come with me that's okay I'm still choosing to go which is a good place to be but then it it like blocks me from connection with you guys because like you were showing up but that (laughs) that's a new concept yeah yeah I mean it's a great introduction to for both of us thanks thanks (laughs) okay um yeah we're just like flaky little bastards um no we were we were obviously never planning to flake we're just chronically late people and came to pick your plate and I still had to get out of the car and was like Sophia we need to go now because we're already late and I just yeah just late all the time but it was it was um, it was amazing to me that it made me feel really terrible because I was like there's no way we were just we're we're new friends aren't we so it's like we still don't know each other that well I'm like fuck does Kayla we can swear on this Kayla yeah fuck okay like Kaylin's gonna think we're absolute um decks because we were we didn't pick her up like yeah we couldn't text her because we didn't have data my phone's broken yeah Sophia doesn't have data I'm just broke so so I do have data but my phone's broken Mm. but long story short and I was communicating through her flatmate um do do they know (laughs) summer by name on the podcast i was communicating through summer through the work phone to to make sure that she you don't know if you know this to make sure that you got that message but obviously the message was never received but 
we all went and we came we danced we didn't love really i, I did i sort of did i did we did but why? anyway no you you, you okay. got why you got did you this. not love it Kay? Okay, so before we move on to the dance yeah. class, I just want to say, like, I think that that is what's beautiful. So, like, exactly what you said, Sophia, like, we're still, we're still, like, this, all this friendship is still new, and we're just, like, still navigating it, but it's, like, how easy our intrusive thoughts can mm-hmm. come over us, yeah. and, like, we still fall into old patterns, right? Whereas, like, you know, I, it's just, it's so crazy that this happened. And so now it's like moving forward. I know that you guys are late. And I know that if my anxiety. <laughs> we know that you need to be on time. So we will try. Or best. at least, wait, but you know to what? Be, just maybe a little bit late, not too late. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But also, <laughs> you know, you're really not out of line for wanting to know where the fuck we were. Because we, <laughs> we, we, we were late. It should, there's and nothing wrong with that. Open, we'll just not here so you had you know you had to go because you wanted to go to dance class and no one was there and you couldn't call us because one was sponsoring and we couldn't call you so that was like yeah so moving forward i think it's just nice to know that you guys are late and i am usually sometimes but not always and so then if i want to be on time for something that like will ease my anxiety i can drive myself too right mm-hmm. like and or we find a happy medium yeah or we just talk before and you're gonna tell us today i want to be on time guys because the thing is okay i finish work and i get home i got home at like 5 30 and sophia was like what time are you picking me up <laughs> i told her well I'm just, i just got home i'm just gonna like lie down for like 10 minutes on my phone and go for a shower and i actually went for a shower at like you know five to five till six <laughs> <laughs> and i said to sophia i'm coming at six and yeah so i arrived probably at 10 past six to jamie's house to pick you up and yeah so can i say something controversial i i really feel like you need to lead this the way lead the way kayling okay. on the podcast but isn't it a little bit controversial to have a shower before you're gonna go to a dance class okay i've got something to confess so <gasps> last night oh i went for tricks good dick appointment no i did not i did not tell him <laughs> i just went for a few too many got home at like one o'clock so obviously i didn't go for a shower did you get home at one o'clock yeah i think so oh my god i don't know late anyway you're out of fucking control mate <laughs> you're out of fucking control. yeah that wasn't a good way anyway so no. i woke up this morning i was obviously i was late to work so mm-hmm. <laughs> i didn't have a shower and it was really hot last night Dark so i spent shower. basically yeah. like yeah over yeah. 24 hours without a shower and i was yeah. like nah i need to shower because it was really hot today yeah. again so yeah, that's why I had a shower before. You didn't class. have a sweaty minge in dance class because <laughs> you didn't know what sort of move should be pulling. Yeah, I thought it would be way like, you know, wasn't it? So now I think we could move on to the fact of like, what was your guys' thought process signing up for this dance class and um, how did that feel? That's actually funny because we did not talk about it because the thing is I contacted that woman last week for like a ballet class because I wanted to do ballet and she replied to me she said oh well, over 50 like she's doing a ballet class for like people over 50 and it's on Friday morning anyway and so yeah it was just like email we were emailing back and forth and I saw you post on like the Facebook I don't know cool, cool cat yeah chat. cool cat chat tomorrow and I was like girl you want to, to dance I want to dance so yeah I just send you a message <laughs> and so we were planning to do it together and yesterday I don't know when I thought it was, oh, Sophia, we're going dancing. Do you want to come? And as, as always, she was cute. So did you, did you have any anxiety around it or anything? Or were you just excited to try something new? 
I was just excited to try something new. But I do prefer trying new things with other people than just by myself. It's mm. just like I think it's just like a motivation thing. Just so hard to motivate yourself yeah. to go somewhere to do something when you're just alone. Like so much better to do it with people. Mm-hmm. And especially you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My thought process with it. Um kind of got sprung on you <laughs> i yeah definitely i don't yeah you guys said probably yesterday or the day before all the days blend into one but you, you said you want to come to a dance class i was yeah. like yeah i'm keen and it was, was my yeah I, i'm keen, especially this year or the past for the past 12 months or you know does not necessarily have to be a specific time period but recently i've come to a place in my life where i'm like I'm 20, nearly 27, and I don't really know what I love doing besides, I guess, drinking and and chatting and I don't even know, like, yoga and stuff. But I'm like, I want to do stuff. I used to be creative and have a lot of creative outlets. And I – so I, I'm, I've kind of recently been jumping at the opportunity to do, just do things, and to me it's like – I was a bit, I wasn't, I didn't have any like necessarily anxiety going into it. But on the way, you know, in the car, I was saying to Sloan, so what are we actually doing though? Like, is this a dance class yeah. full of professionals or is this like a dance fitness? What the, what is this? And I think sometimes it's good to go in blind, but also it's good sometimes to, I guess, know a little bit. I did feel that you were a bit frustrated that I didn't know anything because you're like, <laughs> Do you know how we pay? I was like, I don't know, cash? No. What are we doing? I was like, I don't know. Where is it? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> how long is it going to last? I was I like, know. have you not organized? Have you got not organized to a T this <laughs> activity that we're doing? What is happening? And I'm usually pretty like go with the flow, but I was a bit like, yeah. just on the way there, I was a bit like, oh, well, what, what's, what's yeah, happening? I'm not in control. Yeah, no, I just... I don't know, I just wanted to try something new, so I didn't actually ask her any questions. I was like, I knew the price, I knew the place, I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and then when you when you message me, she's, you're like, I think it's like 6 or 6.30, and I think it's on Tuesday. I don't know what it is, but we'll figure it out. I'm like, I'm the same as you, I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, actually, I came across this place, it's $15, you have to bring cash, That's and it's at this place. <laughs> when they gave me the info yeah. Um, oh, yeah and after that she emailed me again and she told me it's 15 dollars well. yeah but you actually yeah you gave me all the info i love it um so i th- i think that like for me i was like like dance and group fitness isn't really new to me but i still have that like anxious feeling especially walking in late and i was like mm-hmm. and oh. everyone's like looking at you like do you guys you don't you don't feel that oh. i don't I don't love it, um, but as I say, like a, a couple of months ago, for example, I tried to do a few different kung fu classes, and that Would to you... me, yeah, that to me was like that broke me out of my oh my god, I'm an adult, I can't train new things because kung fu. I was like fuck, that was totally out of my comfort zone. I just like kung fu films and you know the eastern sort of. I like yoga, so I was like, oh, it's probably a bit like yoga and with its eastern. Uh, principles and stuff and so that sort of like broke me out of my like I guess anxiousness of walking into a room and be like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing I'm just gonna kick my legs and just try and do some formations oh we we, we actually went to a class together we me and Solène actually went to a class together didn't we one of the yeah it wasn't great but 
It was that yeah. was fun. I think it was just because it was just a kid class, so it was just kids, mm. and it was just two as grown as adults, mm. like doing, and they were all better than us because they've been doing that since they were like five years yeah. old, and yeah, that was fun. But it's just uh, like leaving the place. I was like, no, nah, I'm never. Gonna yeah, <laughs> this is a shame. I, I wanted know. to like it, but. I think that like as adults it's just really hard to do simple things like like join a class or make friends mm-hmm. or like yeah it's just it's very it's very difficult. Do you guys feel like you're an adult though? Do you like feel like you yeah me neither. I actually I was thinking that today I was like I know I am and I know I'm going to be like 26 but am I like I don't, I don't know I'm till 21 20 yeah 20 like 18. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a moment today where my friend came around and she has this um she has this baby. <laughs> she had, um yeah, her be- best friend of mine has a baby and she, her and a baby came around today. <laughs> and she and her and the baby. Um I won't say the names for privacy privacy purposes, but um they came around to my house and um at one point my friend was like, "Oh, do you mind watching this baby?" for for a little bit. And I love her so much and I spend so much time with her, but I've never been by myself with the baby in my house and I'm like I had this sudden wave of like I can't do this and then I suddenly remembered I I legally can do this because I'm an adult and I know you're over 12 I'm over 12 I can look after this baby but I'm like how am I supposed to like what if anything goes wrong I guess was my first thought and what the fuck like am I really could I be responsible for a whole last life that's the thing you know because they're very small but they're like human being <laughs> human being yeah they're dependent they yeah. are heavily heavily dependent you know so you have to watch them because they just could you know put the fingers in yeah so anyways I think the summary of this um harsh portion of our talk is go out there make friends be brave enough to try something new um and uh if someone says they're gonna come pick you up they're probably gonna come pick you up (laughs) (laughs) and we're all just trying to work through our trauma and make friends all along the way (laughs) try something new every week next week's gonna be pole dance you have you did pole dance before but like oh well i'm gonna you you bring it out and make you guys bring it out of me. I'm going to be really vulnerable, vulnerable here. Vulnerable, vulnerable. And I'm going to say that about maybe four months ago, I started writing something that was called um, a year of putting myself out there. And then I felt like I couldn't commit to it because I can't really commit to lots of things. So then I changed it to six months of putting myself out there. And I tried to do it one thing every day or whether it's like putting out a tiktok video that i don't give a fuck if anyone else finds it funny like some people do and i'm just gonna chuck it out there or like i'm gonna yeah going to kung fu class was one of them or you know asking for a pay rise was another thing and i try i mean it's fallen short the past month to be totally honest but i've been trying to do one thing every day that's a bit like fuck it why not because to see how much i could possibly grow in that time i just got chills this excites me <laughs> oh my gosh that's such a good idea man yeah every day i love that but but i'm, I'm not being like no, say like it, it could be little down. little it's just the littlest things but you had to id you started doing it mm. and like you know it's just i'm the same like it's so hard to commit yeah um, to fucking anything but like 
such a good idea though i love that and do you know did you guys ever read this is taking a a turn but i like i like it but did you guys ever read big magic by elizabeth kill i'm already looking at you kaylin i i know i know that would be your your jam um i read half of it Mm -hmm. but we have talked about it on the podcast before and how much how amazing it is yeah what is it so in a nutshell basically it was ages ago since i read it but uh, the author of she's done lots of stuff but, elizabeth kilbert yeah <laughs> the author of eat pray love yeah um, and as well as other numerous other books i believe this book is talking about creativity and where it comes from and from what i can remember that's the gist of it and she sometimes says like she's running home because she has an idea in her head she's a writer so obviously and she's got it in her head so much she has to run home and just put it down on paper because she feels like the inspiration's just like literally oh. coming to her from the ethers i'm getting goosebumps now but the funny thing is it's oh my god i've actually really got goosebumps um this the title of whatever the hell it is i'm not writing it as like a i'm just literally writing it in the notes on my phone but it came to me just like in my head like a year of putting myself out there i was like right i'm gonna do that and i think that that's why sometimes like i feel <laughs> I feel naked and a little bit afraid. <laughs> but um it's not what <laughs> Yes, this is what we do here. So like yeah, I guess that um it, that just came to me and I went, fucking, let's do it. And that's where I think inspiration comes from sometimes, just getting up one of those things in your head and acting on it. If I may. Please. <laughs> um some people call that a download. Like yeah, so, that. yeah. So mm. so you have been given this gift. You've been given this idea for a reason. Mm. Don't doubt it. Mm. And even if it's not like you, you can call it a year of what did you say again? Putting yourself out. There. A year of putting yourself out there. Who cares if it takes you three? Yeah. Who cares? Yes, yeah. you're you're right. You're yeah. so right. Well, the I fact- told you. Sorry. No, you go. You go. Well, I, t- I told you I couldn't commit to the year, so I said, fuck it, six months. But now six months is coming up pretty fast. I'm like, what have I done? You know? But you're right. It can take as much or as little time as it. You're the boss. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah. And the fact is, is that you have the idea and you are doing it in mm. your own time. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Golly, golly gee, um, okay, cool, yeah. I think that I think that that is where growth happens. And oh, I I heard this the other day. Maybe it was today. I don't know. All of the days really do blend together. Really do. Yeah, when you live in paradise. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, someone's got to do it. Um. Anyways, I think that. uh, Where was I going with this? Um. Okay. So there's like this huge um, movement to like really find yourself and like self discovery and you know like what do we do you know you how- at the moment like as a big thing that's what you mean yeah 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 like on social media and everything and like um and I I don't think it's like rediscovering yourself or or self discovery I really believe that it is about creating yourself Mm. and that's why I love what you're bringing up so much because it's like why not Mm. why not try these things and figure out what I like and what I do not like and I think that that can happen at any age you freaking want 
Mm. I always think that I think we're taught as women, especially, <laughs> like seriously, I always sort of believed at 30 that was it. Like I was done. Like my worth would be nothing. Like my looks were going downhill, you know, my body would be going downhill. And if you're a woman, that's all that matters, isn't it? But, you know, it's like, no, that's what I seriously believe. Like at 30, you're just done. And, and that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. And heaven forbid you make it to 30 without kids too, because oh. then you're 100% worthless. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm actually going to be really honest. Like I can see that, but I never, personally, I never felt that pressure like to have, to have have kids or to be like oh, i'm gonna be 30 i'm gonna be old and like mm. no one's gonna find me sexy or blah blah actually never i know i can see it but like personally i never had this feeling like i had people being like do you ever want kids and when i say no they're like yes you'll see you're gonna you're gonna you see you're gonna be 20 you're gonna want kids when you're gonna be 23 you're gonna want kids and like right now it's still the same thing i do not want kids but i just yeah i don't yeah Okay, do you think it was, like, your culture that you didn't feel that pressure, or you personally? I think it's because of the way I grew up. I don't think I had, from, like, anyone in my family, I never had that kind of pressure at all. Like, that's not a thing at all. Like, I'm weirdly, I'm the only one in my family, like, traveling and, like, living in another country. But, yeah, they still, they actually, everyone is really happy for me. And they're like, stay there. Yeah. <laughs> stay away. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I, for me, it wasn't necessarily the pressure to have kids at 30. I mean, that's definitely a big factor, but I don't know what it is. I think it's just, I thought 30 was, the, I thought, okay, you're 30s, so from 30 to 40, okay, you're doing your taxes, you're like, fucking, you've got your career, you've got, there's no time, basically, there's no time to quote unquote mess around and I gave myself when I came to New Zealand I gave myself until I was 25 I was like I'm gonna fuck around till I'm 25 and then I'm gonna get serious and I'm nearly 27 and guess what I'm not I'm not getting serious and that that's fine and I then I'm giving myself to 30 and then I'm slowly realizing like no that's I'm not gonna drastically want to become sensible by that time you know what even like yeah. you need to do your things on your own time like you do everyone is so different like someone's gonna have this thing at like my age right now and they're gonna be like yeah that's the time i'm gonna you know mm. settle down and i'm gonna find someone and i'm gonna but like i think we're just all so different and we've got this thing i think it's changing now but we all have this thing where yeah you need to settle down at some point and you need to stop like to come down and but you don't have to ever honestly and i think the people that are the youngest are the people youngest at heart and like we see those people mm. on the boat okay so we all work on a boat we're not telling you what kind though or where it is <laughs> just kidding um, good luck good luck good luck finding us yeah we don't want to serve you <laughs> anyways so we all work on a tour boat and the people that come on there they're just not all of them but like some of them are just so full of life and they are like older they're in older bodies but they are young souls and you can feel that and you can see it and it's like what is the secret and it's just to continue to try new things and explore and love hard and live and do all of the things so I, I get what you're saying Sophia about like you know you feel all of the societal pressure and I think we feel all of the societal pressure is because that's how they keep us trapped right like like if we just keep on staying in these little boxes then 
we're easier to control. But if we're like, if we stay immature for the rest of our lives and we prioritize fun, then that's not going to be good for anyone. <laughs> Except for us. So I think that maturity looks I mean, different for everyone. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, fun, we need to have balance as well. That's what yeah. I'm realizing right now because mm-hmm. I went from like big, I wasn't serious at all, but like, I'm having, I'm in a part of my life where I'm like just, you know, just drinking a lot and just partying a lot and it's like too much. <laughs> yeah. Like this morning I woke up and I was like, no, I, I need a break. Me. This ain't for me. But it's, I mean, I'm saying that and let's. Drinking a hard ice. Yeah. And let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about it today. To, in two days, we'll see. <laughs> well, then it'll be your birthday. <laughs> so. Yeah, sure. But anyways, I think that our fun changes too, right? Like, like I think that now that. I've just, I'm not even going to use my age. I think it's just like kind of where my soul is right now. And it's like, I can party, I can have a good time, but that doesn't leave my soul full. Like, mm, um, exactly. yeah. yeah, it's just like, we have different kinds of fun throughout our lives, I think. And, and I think it does come back to what you said is, um, balance yeah. and, and only, you know, what that balance is. I think it's the old thing though, to figure out what's your, balance like what's yeah. the good balance for yourself and right now i'm like mm, i need to do other stuff than drink yeah and walk and you're doing it you went to a freaking dance class yeah. tonight and kung fu class <laughs> yes. yeah um sophia did um did going to this dance class bring up anything from your past <laughs> no. i was gonna i was gonna say no yes i was gonna say no and then I um realized that. Do you want me to wait till you get back? No. no, I keep going. I keep going. So I, at the time, it didn't bring anything up. But then we went for dinner, and I was. It, it came to me. I was talking to the girls, and I said, it, <laughs> it was good, "Then maybe the reason I wasn't so embarrassed today was because I had the most like I mean, out of body." I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, but out of body embarrassing moment when I was about tw- 19 or 20. <laughs> um, oh, it's one of those you really had to be there, but I'm just going to tell you anyway. So um, I was a little bit lost in my life. I was um, looking to pursue a career in acting or some sort of like performing. And I was working a little bit um for a TV company. So this is not really relevant. But basically, um, my mom had seen in the paper auditions for um for Disney. So like for the Disney parks, either Disneyland Paris or Disneyland, where the fuck else they are, I don't really know. But um she's she was told or she heard of whatever, and she was like, Oh, you should go to this audition, Soph. And I was like, No, like I've I have no desire to work and be a character or a princess at Disneyland but then the more I thought about it the more I was like well what the fuck else am I doing right now I was not doing anything so I thought may as well be maybe quite nice to live in Disneyland Paris for a year and and meet people and stuff and so I went to this audition but I I basically I just got the information I not looked too much into it which is maybe now why I do look into the information (laughs) of the classes that I attend this is this will be why this will be why I was like, what is this dance class? Because fuck. So I got there and I it was in it was in a place called Leeds, uh 
uh, this probably isn't relevant, but it's about two hours away from where I live, which is in, in the UK is like a big deal. So I got the train for two hours um, and got to Leeds and I walked into this. I was, I was 19 or 20. Yeah. And <laughs> walked into this place and it was like fame or something. I just see people stretching their fucking legs over their heads in leg warmers. And I was like, oh no, I'd come in like leggings and a t-shirt, a crusty old t-shirt. And I was just like, oh, everyone looked so good and so professional. And I didn't realize that this audition was solely like a dance audition. Um, So I... I get in there and I just see like it's like right the first thing is you do some character like a dance routine as a character like pretend you're sweeping the floor and pretend you're dusting the blah blahs and whatever and so it's a room I want to save about 500 people from memory and they get you to do this like routine they get you like in rows of 10 I think to do this routine and I did the first one is the character thing. And I just thought, fuck it, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to put my heart and soul into this. This isn't a real dance. It's fine. I thought I was off the hook. So I before I, I did this little sweeping motion and like little hopping around and then that's cool. And I thought, well, it's, it's fuck it. Like that was a bit shit. You know, they'll probably because they were cutting people after each little portion of the audition. So I thought, all right, I came. I've done it. Like, Question, fuck it. How many people were watching you doing this? Well, so as I explained, there's a room, a big hall full of about 500 people. So you're in a row of about 10. So 490 people at this stage were like watching you, including a panel of five judges at the front of the room. It was, it was really, it was really like nerve wracking. Um, so I did this thing and then they, they told people, they, they said the numbers because you're wearing little numbers, like you're on X Factor or something. Um, and they said, okay, number blah, 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 blah. You can go home. And I was waiting for my number to be called and they didn't cut me. So I was like, oh, shit, I have got this. And I'm great at jumping to conclusions, whether good or bad. So I was like, fuck, yes, that's it. I'm going to Disneyland Paris. I'm going to be the next big thing. It's going to be great. Um. Anyway, then the next audition was like the dance one. And we did a very simple dance routine. And once again, like they cut maybe about 100 other people and I was still there. There was about maybe 250 left. I was like, fuck, yes, I've got this. And then that's when the um the next portion of it came and it was a it was a harder dance <laughs> routine. And I always compare it to that episode of Friends. I don't know if you guys have watched it where they get Joey to teach the dance class. And it's like and he just does like two steps and runs away. Um well I didn't run away, but they were going like, okay, so it's pretty simple. One and two and three and four and padabare and fucking jumping skips and all this nuts things that only ballet dancers can do anyway needless to say I was like I'm not getting any of this like not none of it whatsoever and I'm just like okay fuck but I've come too far now so I don't don't leave um I really really to this day don't know why I didn't leave but um (laughs) I saw it through this is going on very long my apologies but um yeah I guess that they taught me this routine and I did not know any of it and it was waiting because you're dancing in rows and you're waiting for your row to get a five to get to the front oh this time it's about five people because obviously people have been cut and I just remember the the woman saying at the time don't worry if you can't do a move just stand there with a big smile and make it up because Disney's all about smiles or something like that I was like okay well I've got teeth I can smile (laughs) and you can also smile without teeth but anyway so I was like um 
I just stand there and smile. And basically it was just, I did maybe two steps. And then I just sort of like, you can't see what I'm doing because it's an audio podcast. But I was just sort of like standing on the spot, like shaking my hips and going like, ah, like doing my jazz hands and whatever. And I could visibly see these judges, these five judges in front of me, like looking at me and going like, like cracking up. And I was like, this is when I, I sort of had an out of body experience and sort of went above myself and was like, this is the most embarrassed you will ever be. So you may as well just make the fucking most of it. And I just oh. stood there and smiled and went. And yeah, needless to say, I was uh, was sent home after that. And it was just like, well, that's it. That's the most embarrassed I'll ever be in my life. And I think it was to this day. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I hope that was satisfying. <laughs> that was very satisfying. <laughs> Thank you for that story. Um and not everyone can say that they made it up to the top 250 so oh, yeah. well done thank you <laughs> well done i like your attitude on that too like you're just like well i'm already here <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take me two hours to get home and the train's not for another hour so what else am i gonna do love it okay i feel like we had some other things that we wanted to discuss anything coming to mind um I guess. Oh, I don't know. I feel like you're put on the spot. I feel a little on the spot here. Oh, I I got a question for you. Okay, pick a card. Oh. Oh wow! What are these things? What is this one? I, can I do a different one? Yeah. <laughs> she got. What is the hardest <laughs> you've ever worked? This girl hasn't worked a hard day in her life. No, I have, but I don't want to talk about work. I'm always at work. What's this one? Oh, fuck. It not really wants me to talk about work. So the question is, what was your first job? Uh, my first, I guess my first um, paid, serious other employer job, because I did work for a little bit in my granddad's butcher shop, which I fucking hated. Um, but my first job was at 16 and, uh, you know, I did babysitting and stuff before. But yeah, before that, uh, Oh, sorry. After that, I did. I worked in a cafe um, and that really I think everyone should work in a cafe when they're like 16 because you do grow some some balls and realize that everyone over the age. Oh, we don't want to say this really, but boomers are generally cunts. Um, and can I say sorry? Can I say? So that's usually a word we don't use. Oh, but can you can you believe it? Can you believe it? No, what but the bad words we can't say. You can say whatever you want. It's unfiltered. But I just know that, like, in Canada, we don't freely use that word. Yes. Yes. Same in the UK. I've just been too, I've been too Kiwi eyes. But we'll say, if you want to cut that out, we'll say that boomers are dicks. Um, And I was constantly, like, people would ask me questions. And I was a 16-year-old girl, like, bringing them trays of food, like, or half the time spilling the food. And they would ask me questions like, is there anything you can do with this salad? And I would go back to the chef and be like, is there anything you can do with this salad? And then I just get a fucking And I was like, it was a little country cafe. Like, I didn't know, you know, what was, what you could and could I just didn't know anything. And yeah, that was my first job. As I'm sad I got that card because it's a bit boring. Well, you can pick another one. You can pick another oh, one. Solen's turn. Solen, mm-hmm. what was your first job? Oh, my first job was like literally being a cleaner. Like the first real job I had was actually getting paid and I got a contract was yeah I was like probably 18 or 19 and I was a cleaner in like a thermal like a spa a big spa 
Like in France, you would call it a thermal, but it's like a big spa basically where, you know, you've got a pool and you've got a place for massages and yeah, anyway. And so I was working there for a while as a cleaner. And after a while, they actually asked me to become like a hydrotherapist, which is like, yeah. So I did that for a while. So that was, I guess, my second. What is a hydrotherapist? It's like, um, actually, even after so long, I can still not really explain it in English. It's like, because it's a word in English, but no one actually knows what it is. So it's like, basically, you treat like the patient with the use of like the water. So from my hometown, which is Tonon Leban, it's like um, the water there has got like specific properties for like how... so many complicated words like arthrosis and <laughs> treating people with water exactly yeah okay. so that's what i was doing for a while so you like basically you've got like those big holes and you just like spread the shit out of them it's actually pretty fun <laughs> and you do like there's like cataplasts so you work with uh clay and the water as well oh, cool. so yeah i was doing that for a while and there was like a seasonal job so i was doing that like nine year oh, no, nine months a year and one of the off season that's when I decided to come to New Zealand. Yeah. So yeah, I studied as a cleaner and I became a hydrotherapist. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So mine's kind of similar to Sophia because I babysitting was first, and then my first paid, my first paid gig was a bus girl at the White Goose. And <laughs> do you like that? I know you want to go to Canada. You would have a culture shock for sure. <laughs> Just kidding. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. And I went home crying every single night. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. You know. I think that. And then I was a server for a long time after that, and I had server nightmares. It was a real thing. Like, oh god, being in the public is just hard on the old emotions. Do you sometimes when you like waitressing and. Like you go home and like at eleven o'clock you're like oh shit I forgot to give him water and it's like you've got this fucking flashback of like something you forgot during the night and it's like yeah oh, I hate doing that yeah that's exactly what yeah. I had in the middle of the night you'd be sleeping and you'd be like the ranch <laughs> I forgot the ranch table eight needs the ranch <laughs> and I'm like no it's three in the morning and you're not at work yeah okay pick a card can I just say my friend. Lily back home that not that she would be listening well I'll tell her to listen she once said the funniest thing to me she was like because you know sometimes when you're in that kind of job you have dreams about doing a full shift do you ever have dreams about doing a full shift from start to finish and then you wake up you're like oh my god and she just looked at me deadpan one day and she's like yeah and the annoying thing is you don't even get paid for it and I'm like and it's not like oh that's weird that you're having this dream it's like oh no it's annoying you don't even get paid and you've just like it's so tedious in your mind but yeah yeah all right all right my question is what is the story behind one of your scars oh i've got one actually i've got a scar here somewhere on your eyebrow yeah is it this side or the other side is it gone now i think you're making it up did you put some manuka honey on it (laughs) No, that's actually, uh, is it gone? Yeah, I had a scar here. Is it here? I just put it. That's a fucking pimple. (laughs) Wait, this is so weird. Um, Tell us about your imaginary scar. Wait, tell us your story about the scar. Okay. 
Um, I have one that's quite, well, I, I pretend it's a cooler story than it is. It's a very small scar, but it's, oh my God, maybe mine's going to be gone too. <laughs> no, do you see this little one here? It's very small now. It used to be, oh, yeah. it used to be way cooler. So I always tell people, well, it, it's not a lie um, that I got it while I was surfing. Um, but I think probably people imagine like I was like surfing really big waves and then maybe like, I don't know. I fell into like a big rock or I mean, it's a tiny scar or whatever. But the truth was I was actually getting out of the sea with my big foam board, like hitting me all over. And I just sort of, <laughs> I think I just sort of scraped it a little bit of curl or something. But I, everyone's like, well, at the time, they're like, how'd you get? It's like surfing. <laughs> Surf injury. Felt like a bit of a battery. Okay. So can you see it now? It's here. I found it. Oh, okay. It's very, yeah. okay. It's very light. But actually, so it was bigger than that. So that was when I was... Uh, I don't know, probably eight, probably 10 years old, let's say 10 years old. So I was young and I was with my brother and we were at my dad's house and we had like this big, very long kitchen hallway living room. So it was like a long distance, like let's say a good eight meters. And I was in the living room, it was in the kitchen. It's just very short and kind of stupid story. And he was asking me, he was asking, I was in the living room and he was like, can you bring me, I don't know, let's say, the bottle of coke. I was like, no, I don't want to. He was like, are you sure? I said, no, I don't want to. And he had a coin and like he randomly threw it at me and it ended up here on my, like on my eyebrow. And I was pissing. I was actually bleeding a lot. And my cousin was here as well. And so my brother was like, come, come, come. Cause he was, he had to hide it from my dad. So we went like, into like one of the room of the house of the apartment. And he was like trying to hide, like to stop the bleeding and stuff. Cause this part of the, like the eyebrow, I think like this part actually bleeds a lot when you open it. And so, yeah. And after that, my dad saw it, obviously, and was like, what happened? I was like, oh, I just fell. So, yeah, you can trust me. I don't fail stuff. <laughs> um, it's, it's really hard holding the mic with you because I'm trying to avoid your hands. <laughs> oh, yes. Something I do, isn't it? You actually use my hand. I don't know. Yeah, you definitely use your hands. I'm a hand talker, but you're like... <laughs> But I'm French. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a scare. I have a scar on my chin. Don't look. I have too many chin hairs. But, um, on the bottom of my chin, and uh, I I don't know. No. My mom probably dropped me when I was a baby or something. <laughs> that would explain that. It would explain a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that's the only scar I have. I did have one on my ankle from, uh, snorkeling. Oh, Where? I've got a good one here, actually. Yeah, one, I have one on... This one on my finger is when I was working in Tapawera in, in an ops farm. I had a machete to cut weeds and oh, I just shit. fucking sliced my finger with the machete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was pretty deep. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. I, have you guys ever broke anything or sprained anything? Mm-mm. Never. And I'm touching wood. <laughs> Never. Kind of a wild child. I'm surprised. Yeah, I know. Everyone yeah, is. Surprised. Everyone is. But no, just never. And I'm touching one because I don't want to break anything. Hmm. No, I, I'm afraid also that I'm... No, I haven't. I Well, listen, I don't know if you guys can hear my clicky wrist. I did fall snowboarding and then never got it checked out. Because it was... All that. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's probably broken. But that's probably that. <laughs> my, my arm does that, really. Oh, I like that. I'd love to get clicked by a chiropractor. I uh I sprained my knee uh playing hide and go seek tag. I love that you say hide and go seek. 
What is that? What do you call it? Just hide and seek. Hide and go seek. I like just a little bit. Hide and seek. Hide and seek. Did you say hide and go seek tag? Yeah, no, I'm like. Oh, is hide, and go- <laughs> hide and seek tag. How funny. How funny just across the pond, eh? Well, but you got to remember, like, this could be just how Caitlin talks. <laughs> Yeah, well, summer is not a very good. We went to the same school. So. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Or what do people comment on you most about some of the funniest things you say? You've probably talked about. It. No, not really. But um, about everyone makes. About. Yeah, or out, out, out. This because I can never hear accents. But the only thing in the Canadian accent I can hear is like out about like this. <laughs> I'm not talking. I'm not talking so much like pronunciations of things, but just like phrases, like oh, I don't know, just expression. Have you picked up on anything? Um, you betcha. You betcha. Obviously, I love that. That's you betcha. Well, I don't know. It's little. Yeah, I can't think of anything else in the top of my head. So, you said something today too, and it. Oh, um, Natalie said it. She was on the podcast, and she's from England. Um, uh. I'm not being silly. Not being funny. Not being I'm funny. Not being funny, but yeah, but, I, I'm not being funny. Yeah, which means you're actually being serious. I'm like, yeah, I guess it's to sort of reiterate the. Uh, oh, I don't know. I yeah, I'm not being funny. Like, like listen to me. Like all joke. Yeah, all jokes aside. Yeah. Yeah. This take, is what's take me seriously. Yeah, I'm not being. I don't know. It's one of those things I don't even think about. Not being funny. How was learning English? The worst or what? <laughs> no, honestly, no, not really. Because, like, to be fair, for before I came to New Zealand, I was just I wanted to speak English, so I was like, what all, all the movie I was watching, all the TV shows, everything was just like in English with the subtitles. I started with French subtitles, then switched to English subtitles, and I came here and not gonna lie, I couldn't really speak English, and I don't know, I don't really have like memory of learning it it was just very i don't know natural like hands-on yeah no not hands-on at all no <laughs> just natural like i didn't have a choice anyway so yeah all right do you guys have any final thoughts feelings last things you want to say sophia your dreams have come true you're officially on a podcast it's just been the best and i'm never gonna want to stop doing this now so that's um that's great You'll have to come back on and give us an update on your one thing a day. I will. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts? I feel like you both need to come back on because I feel like you have a very big story to tell. <laughs> I've got many stories. But yeah, I'm actually very glad we did it. And like, see such like a safe space between the three of us because yeah. we were like the conversation we had before we even like when we met it was like literally being a podcast and we all be like oh we should recall that we should recall that because it's like yeah yeah I think some something that I have really appreciated about both of you is like um so we started off as just like workmates which that's not a word I use it's co-workers like <laughs> <laughs> bro we started off as workmates and then um but it was it never really felt like that to me like we went deep fast yeah and I love that I love friendships that can just like skip the surface level bullshit and I'm like so anyone have like 
<laughs> Mommy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm actually very thankful you invited us on the podcast. That's very fun. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for being here. And um I feel like we're gonna hear some more uh like from you guys, hopefully. So uh we will we'll keep this going. We'll keep this conversation going when the time is right. And um thank you guys for listening to us and uh stay weird. <laughs>